The number one question that I get from secondary teachers is about engaging students and how to engage students. So today we're going to be talking about three ways that you can create engaging lessons for your multiple preps, but I do want to let you know that this is not a silver bullet. What these strategies will do is they will help you with the majority of your students, but then you are really going to have to tap into your expertise to figure out what what works for those other students who are still struggling with being engaged. But once you get the majority of students engaged, I think you'll find that it's easier to reach out to those students and troubleshoot and really help things be more engaging for them. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. The examples that I give today are going to be from my own classroom and then also from the numerous classrooms that I observe and I've evaluated over the years. I am constantly in classrooms and one of the things that, like I mentioned earlier, that teachers are concerned about is they want their students to be engaged and that's what they want help with. So this could be something that you might want help with as well but I want to give you some perspectives, some ideas from a veteran teacher and also an administrator and coach to help increase that engagement. And the first way to create that engaging lesson is to use your students and their interests in your examples. This can look a couple of different ways. First off, if you are giving examples when you are doing any direct instruction, when you are leading the students, you could start inserting students' names. First off, it throws them off because they are not expecting their names to be in there and now you're referring to their names and they're wondering if they missed something. You can just insert students' names randomly and that is super simple. The other thing you can do is that when you are planning various projects or learning activities, you can be aware of things that your students are interested in. If you find out that you have a lot of students who are interested in skateboarding, then you modify your learning activity or your examples to have to do with skateboarding. You also, when you create a choice board, if you are doing something like that and you're letting students choose, make sure that things that can be chosen on that choice board can reflect what they're interested in, whether they like to make videos or music or write, just other different things. The other thing is to really think about when you're thinking about your students and their interests, also think about maybe their cultural background. If you are in a foods class, are you creating food that they would be familiar with and would be interested in learning how to cook? Or are you doing something like beef tartare, which I would imagine you're not doing in the high school, but something that is just so out there that students are like, okay, I when am I going to ever use this in my life? So just think about that. That is the first key, is to use your students, their interests 
in what you are doing when you are teaching and really keep that at the back of your mind as you are planning and prepping your lessons. The second way to create engaging lesson plans is to get your students moving. Using protocols that require them to move from one place in your classroom to another or one place in the shop or lab to another and to be doing that all the time. You are having them work harder than you, but having them move around will keep them engaged. You could have stations, so you could have things where they move from one place to another, but it could be that you have students partnered up with different groups of students who may be on the opposite side of the room, or you could just have them vote with their feet. Maybe you're asking an opinion that it doesn't matter if there's like a right or a wrong and you're having them move from one side of the room to the other. I like to do this when I'm doing would you rather either start some conversations or just get the students to know me and to know them and I have them vote with their feet. So you pose a question, you have one answer goes to the right of the room and the other answer goes to the left of the room. You also can throw yourself in there and you vote as well, but that movement really breaks things up. You also could do another protocol where you're doing maybe a think pair share, but instead of just working with their elbow partner or the student who's sitting right next to them, you could make it so that that pair now has to go to someone on the other side of the room or someone that they have never worked with before. You're really getting that movement. One thing I will say about this is when you are having students move about the room, make sure that your instructions are very clear. There are not a lot of instructions is the key, is that you are your instructions are very short to the point, but then they are also clear. And to help solidify that, if there is some sort of way to visualize, whether you have the instructions written on the board or you've got some sort of pictures to remind students what they should be doing, that also helps keep them on task, which then turns out that they are engaged because they are actually doing what you asked them to do instead of getting to wherever they're supposed to be and then completely forgetting what was the purpose of moving about the room. And then the final way to create engaging lesson plans is repeat what works. Don't worry about reinventing the will. If you found some sort of protocol that was really working for your students, something that your students liked. I was in a classroom just this last week and she had different conversation partners. So she had a partner A and a partner B and the partner B rotated and they they did 20 times. They rotated a lot, but it was very simple. It worked really well. It was a little chaotic, but the students knew what they were doing. They were all participating. Well, that works. She can do that any day, any lesson, whatever class, and she could repeat that. Now, you'll have to figure out with your students whether or not that is something that could be repeated on the daily or if maybe it's once a week that you do something, but find a few things that really do work with your students, that really do engage them, and repeat, repeat, repeat. Repeat it for all of your different preps. Whatever, whenever you're planning, you're going to know that you are going to use Think, Pair, Share, 
or whatever protocol that really worked for your students, whether that's a fishbowl discussion or small groups or even small instruction, or it could even be that the idea of the modules or the different stations worked really well. You just use that all the time. Students get used to what the protocol is, what the instructions are, what their expectations are, and they're more likely to stay on task because they are not lost. They know what is going to happen. Now remember, these are not the silver bullet. This will work for the majority of your students. You are still going to have students who, quite frankly, are just having a bad day. Something happened before school started or with some sort of relationship that you have no control over. And you are going to have to be able to troubleshoot those as they come. But having these basic ideas to have the entire class or the majority of the class engaged will help you be able to zoom in, hone in, figure out who needs a little bit extra support, whether that is a one-on-one conversation, asking them how they're doing, finding out why they're not wanting to be engaged, or if they're just thinking about something else that happened in another class period. Just remember that you are doing a great job. If you felt like today's episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. So make sure that you share it with another one of your teacher friends. And you can always find me on Instagram at Kristen Mazik, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.